0: Now, a warrior for the Word of God and the Constitution of the United States, a Marine Corps veteran, a Harvard-trained attorney, bishop of the called churches, and founder and president of STAND. Staying true to America's national destiny, the voice of the awakening, your host, Bishop E.W. Jackson. And I am he.
1: Great to be with you again today. And I'll tell you, I had a wonderful weekend, saw some of you, a good number of you, at Alex McFarlane's great conference this past weekend, Truth for a New Generation. And we were down in Myrtle Beach, had a great crowd down there and people from all over the country. I met a family that had driven up from Dallas, Texas, met people from Michigan, people from all over the country came to be a part of that conference And uh, saw my good friend and our fellow host here, uh, Sandy Rios. We didn't have a chance to talk, actually, because I had left a funeral that I had to speak at in uh, Virginia, actually in Virginia, in in Norfolk, uh, at 11 o'clock. When we finished the funeral, we jumped in the car and drove straight to Myrtle Beach and got down there, just got checked into the hotel and rushed in. And Sandy was speaking when I got there, and uh, of course, I was speaking. I spoke afterwards, and and I didn't have a chance to speak to Sandy, but but Sandy is a true star. <laughs> she was, and she was magnificent. So, it was a great time, and uh, was able to speak uh, that following Sunday morning, uh, twice uh, there at First Baptist Church in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. So it was it was great, and uh, I, I just. Really appreciate our listeners. Thank you all so much. The encouragement I got and the, the the just it was just a blessing, just a blessing. Got a chance to talk to some of you, pray with you, and and uh, just just we just enjoyed the fellowship. Really did. I want to thank Alex McFarland for his great leadership. As Alex McFarland obviously is a talk show host here on American Family Radio too. But just just great leadership in pulling this together. And he wants to do this all over the country. And I completely support what he's trying to do because, once again, he is on the front lines of trying to save America, as we all are. So God bless you, Alex. God bless you, Sandy. Sorry you and I didn't have an opportunity to talk down there. Uh, did see Frank Turek as well, and uh, great man of God. So I, I was really honored to be among this great group of people and to have some time, a chance to spend some time with uh, those of you who listen, and don't we don't, don't get a chance to meet. So some of you say, "Wow, you know, I hear you all the time. I'm listening to you daily, but I've never met you." And it really is a pleasure to meet you. Well, believe me, the pleasure is all mine because I know that you all are out there listening. And every time I meet one of you and have a chance to to know your name and, and just get a sense of who you are, meet your family, that kind of thing, it, it really helps awaken for me too. The the importance of what we're trying to do, and that there are real people uh, facing the real challenges of their own lives, their families, and our country, uh, and that's who we're fighting for. So God bless each and every one of you. Okay, the second thing I want to mention is, obviously, uh, General Colin Powell has passed away. And he passed away from complications from COVID. He also had cancer, so he had a comorbidity uh, but he was fully vaccinated, which is something I do want to talk a little bit about. But I will leave it at this. Um, I honor General Colin Powell's service in the military to our country. And, and I mean that sincerely. I, I honor his military service. Uh, I really do believe that that service was, was honorable and, and, and commendable and admirable um, I mean, I could quibble with how he how we ended that first Iraq war, but yeah it, it that's that that is kind of quibbling. Um, but the fact is he was on the front lines for his entire military career. I mean, this man you know had had been there when our country needed him and and I for one will never forget that and and I honor that service. Uh, beyond that, I'm not going to speak because once he left the military and got involved in politics, I think that's, that was a new phase of his life, uh, which which engenders a different kind of commentary, if you will. And since the man has just passed away, I'm going to leave that alone and just, just uh, honor his military service and pray for his family and for all of those around him who knew him and loved him. Uh, who I'm sure are brokenhearted at his passing. Uh, now, let's get to, though, this issue that he died of COVID complications after having been fully vaccinated. You know, I, I have to remind us, remind myself, that the so-called vaccinations were sold As a preventer of getting COVID. Now, I I know, as I've said before, I certainly don't put myself in the class of any genius. But I'm not dumb. And I know what I was hearing. We were being told, you get the vaccine, you won't get COVID. You get the vaccine, you won't get COVID. You get the vaccine, you won't get COVID. And then after people had the vaccine and started getting COVID, we heard, oh, no, 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 no. That was not what we were really saying. What we were really saying was you get the vaccine and you won't get a bad case of COVID. Yeah, that's, that's what we really meant. You get the vaccine and you won't get a bad case of COVID. Oh, you'll still get COVID maybe, but, but it won't be bad. It won't be life-threatening. And now we're hearing that people are now, uh, Colin Powell had a comorbidity; he had cancer, but we are but we're hearing other instances of people who have been fully vaccinated getting the uh, getting COVID again or getting COVID and dying. So, given the this reality, and it is a reality, don't you think there ought to be a little more restraint? in forcing people to get this vaccine. Don't you think there ought to be a little less arrogance and a little more humility about it? A little more persuasion and a little less, a lot less force. But oh, no, 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 no. Uh, False fake Fauci was on with Chris Wallace yesterday and had the unmitigated gall to say that anybody who's got a problem with him has a problem with him because they don't like the science and they don't like the facts and they don't like the truth. He is a purveyor of truth. King Fauci, the demigod, when he speaks, everybody listens. And if you don't, well, there's something wrong with you and you need to get your head on straight because after all, he is the great Fauci. You know, enough of him. Really enough enough of him. He needs to be put out to pasture. Uh, really, it, it it just he is he has become more and more and more disgusting. I become more disgusted with him every time I listen to him because here again, talk about a little less arrogance, a little more humility. Oh, oh my goodness, this man is he is the poster boy of arrogance telling people well this is you've got everyone and and he never I, you correct me and you you all are up on this stuff and you, I know you you <laughs> you called me with things that I don't know anything about sometimes I have to look them up so I know you all are up on this if 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 false fake fauci has said anything about natural immunity please tell me because I've been looking for it He doesn't even acknowledge it, and yet reputable scientists from all over the place, Johns Hopkins University, Stanford University, have said it's better than the vaccine. But false fake Fauci won't talk about it. Back in a moment.
2: This is Viewpoints with Kirby Anderson. The debate and discussion about transgender issues will continue because of a transgender ideology that is developed that is actually harmful to kids. That is one of the conclusions of the book by Ryan Anderson with the creative title, When Harry Became Sally, Responding to the Transgender Moment. The transgender ideology promotes the opportunity for children to change their gender with surgery and drugs, and parents are told that puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones may be the only way to prevent their children from committing suicide. Ryan Anderson counters that the best studies of gender dysphoria have found that between 80 and 95 percent of children who express a discordant gender identity will come to identify with their bodily sex if natural development is allowed to proceed. He goes on to document that even children going through transitioning treatment still have an extraordinarily high rate of suicide attempts compared to the general population. He reminds us that we should be tolerant and loving towards children and adults who struggle with their gender identity. But we should also be aware of the potential harm when transgender identity is normalized. Unfortunately, we are living in a world where transgender activists want more than tolerance and kindness. They demand affirmation. We aren't allowed to question whether using medical treatments to aid in transgender transformation is positive for children. In his new book, Ryan Anderson shows that the best biology, psychology, and philosophy support an understanding of sex as a bodily reality. As he puts it, biology isn't bigotry. I hope the American people will trust the best scientific evidence and not reject it in favor of the transgender ideology. I'm Kirby Anderson, and that's my point of view.
0: Go deeper on topics like you just heard by visiting pointofview.net. That's pointofview.net.
3: Okay, some good news during a challenging time for everybody, and this could really help. You may know hundreds of thousands of people have already made the switch to MetaShare, which is the affordable alternative to health insurance. And with so many people looking at how they pay for healthcare right now, seeing premiums going up or the cost of COBRA plans, MediShare has a special offer and a lot of people are taking advantage of it. Simply apply by October 30th and they will waive your new member fee. That's $170 savings. And of course, that's just a start. The typical family saves $500 a month after making the switch. MetaShare is a Christian community that has shared over $4 billion in medical bills, and it's worked beautifully for decades. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to get your additional savings. Here it is. Call 833-44-BIBLE. That's 833-44-BIBLE.
0: 833-44-BIBLE. The Awakening. The Awakening. Download and listen at your leisure with the podcast page at AFR.net. Now, back to our host, Bishop E.W. Jackson.
1: Now, according to the CDC, folks, there have been 1,600 reports of myocarditis, swelling of the heart, among people ages 30 and younger who received the vaccine. 1,600. 8,600 reports of deaths. And here again, just like I thought that the numbers of people who died of COVID was inflated because they used COVID no matter what the actual cause of death was. If the person had COVID or they found out even during autopsy that the person had COVID, they counted it as a COVID death. Remember, there were people who died in motorcycle accidents who had COVID, but they counted that as a COVID death. So one wonders if they overestimated the number of COVID deaths or they overstated that number. Are they understating the number of side effects, ill effects, deaths as a result of the vaccine? But as I've said before, let's take their numbers. Let's say it's only 10,000. And yes, as a percentage, that's a small percentage of, let's see, what do they say, the 403 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines they say have been administered in the United States. That means, you know, more than one to, to most of those people. So not 403 million people have gotten it. You probably would have that number, about 200 million. So that's a small percentage of 200 million. There's no question about that. But if you are one of those people who is victimized by these side effects It's 100% for you. And if you are one of the people who is killed as a result of taking this vaccine, that's 100% dead. So I'm not saying that should convince everybody to not get the vaccine at all. But what I'm saying is it ought to convince the government. It ought to convince these companies that are trying to force this vaccine on people to say, well, now, you know, wait a minute, let's not be so aggressive about this, because after all, some of these people we're forcing to get this vaccine could die. Some of them could have serious medical complications like myocarditis, swelling of the heart. I mean, that's that's, that's potentially fatal. So maybe we ought to not be forcing people just giving more information, just trying to persuade people, and then accommodating those who don't want it with, with, with more regular testing and that kind of thing. But, oh, no, 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 no. They've got to force you to take it or you're going to lose your job. They're going to close down your business. Uh, they're going to stop you from traveling. They're going to stop you from shopping. They're going to stop you from using a restaurant, This stuff is just, it it is completely and totally out of control. And the fact that Colin Powell, whether, I mean, and they're saying he died from COVID complications. They're not saying he died from cancer. They're saying he died from COVID complications, which suggests to me that he he probably died of of the, the fluid in his lungs. I'm just speculating. But here again, he did have cancer. They could have very easily said he had COVID, but he died of cancer. That's not what's being reported. They are saying he died of COVID complications. That means he died of COVID, but he was fully vaccinated. Well, if you're fully vaccinated, why do you even have it? Because the vaccinations clearly don't prevent anyone from getting COVID. And I'll tell you something, folks, I, I, I hope I'm wrong about this. And so for, because um, we're live streaming, of course, and for YouTube that suspended me for quote-unquote medical misinformation, uh, let me just give you an alert. This is medical information and, and to some extent speculation, not misinformation. And it's, it's, it's simply this. You don't know before you take the vaccine whether you're going to be one of those people who has a significant and maybe even a fatal adverse reaction. You don't know. You make the decision on the basis that you think that your risks of getting COVID or your risk of getting sick are greater by not taking it than they are by taking it, and most people apparently have made that calculation. But some may say... I don't want to take that risk. I don't want to get the vaccine. I've had COVID. I'm immune. I have not had COVID. I seem to be in all of this. I seem to be one of those people who is already resistant to it because in spite of the the, the, the year and a half this this pandemic has existed, I've never gotten it. I, I'm fine. Thank you. I'll take my risk without it. Those people ought to be permitted to do that without fear of economic and career loss. I mean, did you see this, folks? They're actually telling, the military is actually telling Navy SEALs that if you won't get the vaccine, they're going to dismiss you from the SEALs and make you pay for the training that you got as a Navy SEAL. This is how far this stuff has gone. So basically, they're willing to damage our national security posture because Navy SEALs are, are responsible for helping to maintain the national security of the United States. The entire military is, obviously, but you, we all know that special ops do very significant operations that help secure the, the, the safety of our nation. Many of their their uh, operations are completely secret. But these people are willing to damage our ability to carry out these special operations. In order to force people to take a vaccine. That and this is not again misinformation. That will in fact kill some people. Now here again I know the percentage is small. But it will, in fact, kill some people. And yes, I know the percentage is small, but it will, in fact, make some people sick and, co- and create heart problems for them. But you don't get it too bad. We, we, if you don't, ha- you don't obey us, you don't do what we tell you to do, we're going to punish you, and we're going to punish you harshly. And this stuff has got to stop. And I think the American people have had it. I think that's why those pilots called in sick for Southwest and they had to cancel all those flights. Because I think these many of these pilots said, you, you know, you're not going to force me to do this. Now, I think, I, I hope Greg Abbott corrects himself. And I think he said, you know, we shouldn't be uh, talking about what these private businesses do and mandating vaccines. Look, folks, these private businesses are doing this Under the threat of the federal government, because the federal government, Joe Biden has said all employers with over 100 with 100 employees or more must mandate the vaccine in their companies. Do you think as many would be doing that had it not been for that government pronouncement by the president of the United States? So I don't want to hear this, oh, these are private companies and we don't have anything to say about that. That's up to them. Because that's not what's going on here. They are surrogates for the federal government. That's what's going on here. They are acting as intermediaries for the federal government because Joe Biden probably has sense enough to know that he has no constitutional authority to mandate that every American citizen have this thing. And so he's basically getting around the Constitution, and that is what he's doing. He's getting around the Constitution by letting businesses do his dirty work. So he's kind of a, a tyrant in camouflage, if you will. No, I won't say camouflage because that sounds military and he doesn't even deserve that. But he's kind of a, a tyrant in hiding. He's somebody, as my daddy used to say, who likes to throw the rock and hide his hand. But this is governmental action, folks. This is governmental action. And it's unconstitutional. It's a shame that you got honorable military people under threat of losing their careers because they won't get this thing. That's, That's just, I mean, that to me is unconscionable. I don't know what kind of human being you have to do to do that to somebody who served honorably in our military. But these people, as I've said before, are little petty tyrants anyway. These leftists, they're little petty tyrants. They, they love the idea of being able to force people. That's what Marxism is ultimately all about, and that's what they're imbued with, imbued with Marxism. Um, here's a couple of other things, and I'm going to, let's see, I think probably in the next segment I'll get your, your calls in. Um, on a separate topic... I'm sure you all have heard Superman is now going homosexual or bisexual. I mean, this really, not, yeah, please, there's no difference. But Superman is going. I think they're saying technically bisexual. I, I don't know what they hear again. You know, why, 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 why don't they just go all the way? They're not, but they're still going to call him Superman. Now, isn't that a little bit of a contradiction in terms? I mean, shouldn't they call him? Super homo or super uh, bi or, or, um, now their word, not mine, folks. I'm not throwing this out as some kind of canard or super queer. I mean, they use that word. They apparently like it. I think that's what the Q in LGBTQ means either questioning or queer. So, but shouldn't they change the name? Because, or the the title or his, his, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, his gnome declare <laughs> from Superman to Super something. I don't know what. Oh, and they're getting rid of Truth Justice in the American Way. It's now going to be Truth Justice in a better world. Because you certainly don't want to say anything that sounds like you support America. Because we know that America doesn't deserve to have its citizens support our own country. Back in the moment.
4: It's my turn.
5: Here is your host for My Turn, Don Wildman.
4: I stood again last summer in the ruins of the Colosseum in Rome. As I did, my mind wandered back to what the Colosseum represented in its day. Their people, 50,000 of them, would gather to watch man and man or man and beast go against each other to the death. It was a national pastime, officially endorsed and encouraged by the powers that were. The crowd went there to see blood, and they weren't often disappointed. After two humans, considered as nothing more than animals by the Romans, fought until one had conquered the other. The conqueror waited while the Caesar and all the crowd made the decision, life or death. More times than not, it was death, blood, gushing. Red, real blood, spill on the earth, rushing over the body. The crowd delighted in that. Cheers went up as the blood came out. It was a thrilling, exciting sight to behold in ancient Rome. There were those who spoke against the ritual, but they were a small, vocal minority in the eyes of those who controlled the event and gained financially from it. After all, it was what the people wanted to see. No one was forced to attend the event. It was just entertainment, nothing more, nothing less. And those who put on the show certainly had done nothing they were ever ashamed of. Their job was to give the people what they want, and that was violence, gory, sadistic, cruel violence. Not far from the Colosseum was the Caesar's Palace, ah, the glory of Rome. There they had their sexual orgies, no holes barred. The people were only animals and sex was a part of life. There was no morality attached to sex. Adultery, homosexuality, fornication, bestiality, sodomy, incest. You take your choice. In Rome, it was all accepted. Rome had no hang-ups, no narrow-minded prudes trying to force their values on others. Rome was sexually liberated. The glory of Rome Freedom without restraint. Freedom without responsibility. Pure, complete, absolute freedom. Total and complete acceptance. Today the glory of Rome is gone. Nothing more than a dot in the history book of time. The glory of Rome faded, replaced by memories, memories and destruction. We don't have the Caesars, such as Nero, Tiberius and Titus today. Today we have ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox. Instead of the blood in the dust of the Colosseum, Now we have it in our living rooms in full living color. Our sex isn't relegated to only the palaces today. Now it comes with increasing visibility into our homes and our minds. Some speak out today, but they're prudes, a small vocal minority who would force their values on others. And our violence and sex, just as it was in ancient Rome, is a real money-making proposition. After all, someone has to give the people what they want to satiate their desires. The glory of Rome, it can never happen again, can it? The unbridled use of freedom. Humans being what they are, they learn from past experiences. They know what lies ahead if a certain path is followed, so they follow other paths. We've learned from history, right? Culture is taught, and I might add also, sold at a handsome profit. Rome will never fall again. That doesn't bother me. What does is that perhaps 2,000 years down the road, a writer might perhaps sit at his typewriter and write a story about the glory of America. It will probably begin. I stood again last summer in the ruins of the studios of CBS.
5: This has been My Turn with Don Wildman, a production of the American Family Association.
0: The Awakening. The Awakening. Download and listen at your leisure with the podcast page at AFR.net. Now, back to our host, Bishop E.W. Jackson.
1: Now, why would Marvel comics make, I think this is supposed to be the son of Superman or something. Why would they make him a bisexual? Because they're after children, folks. It's, it's just that plain and simple. They are interested in indoctrinating children into their perverse sexual worldview. And here again, that that ought to be criminal. It really should. Leave children Alone. Leave it to parents to teach their children about these things in the way the parents want them to learn about these things. But that's that doesn't satisfy this, this, this sexual activist crusading crowd that hates Christianity, hates Judeo Christian values, hates the fact that God gave us rules for sexuality because they want to do whatever they want to do. And of course, making children available, recruiting children is part, apparently, of their motivation. And here again, I don't say that to try to disparage them or to try to uh, issue some kind of ad hominem attack because you just see it. Disney is now going to be doing these transgender programs for kids. I think Sesame Street, what, Sesame Street came up with a transgender character. What, what is that all about? It's all about teaching children their sick sexual worldview of perversion and trying to make it normal. You know, they've got this thing now where they say heteronormativity is a problem, meaning that the idea that heterosexuality is normal and anything else is not is a problem. But you know what? They're trying to create perversion normativity, that perversion is normal. And it's just it's just quite obvious. And we just have to continually stand up against it and speak the truth here again. We don't hate these people. We love them. But they're so very, very, very wrong and we have every right to hate what they do. And I don't just mean, well, I, I you know, just kind of blithely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Glibly. Oh, well, yeah, I don't, I don't like what they do. No, I, I hate it with a passion. I hate it with every fiber of my being. And if they want to interpret that as hatred of them, that's their problem, not mine. I know the difference. I know God demands, commands me to hate the one and commands me to love them. So I know the difference. And every Christian does. But if they think that we as Christians are just going to lay down and put up with this mess and just say nothing about it and just kind of go along to get along and and you know make sure nobody gets upset with us, just like with the COVID vaccine. I think what, pe- what the left is awaking the sleeping giant, of the otherwise occupied American who is busy working, raising a family, taking care of and trying to grow a business, meeting your responsibilities, being nice to your neighbor, going to church. I think they're awakening the sleeping giant who is smiling and 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 caring and, and just, you know, I'm minding my business. Everybody else, I expect to mind theirs. And now they're saying to that, that sleeping giant all over America, we're going to trample you and we're going to take your children from you. And I think Americans all over this country, including these mothers who are going to these school board meetings are saying, oh, no, you are not. Now, I love you and I pray for you and I want the best for you. But when you start trying to mess with my children, when you start telling me that you're going to transform the culture and if I don't like it, it's because I'm stupid and I should shut up and go along. The fight is on. The fight is on. And we're going to win. Because you can't defeat truth. And you can't defeat God's word. They can say anything they want to say about it. It is God's word that condemns this stuff. Not me personally. It's not my opinion. What's your opinion of homosexuality? I don't have one. I have what the word of God says about it. That's all I need. It may not be good enough in some circles, but it's good enough for God. And therefore it's good enough for me. Of homosexual, super, bisexual Superman. Give me a break. The number is 888-589-8840. This stuff is so absurd, and it would be laughable if it weren't so evil. 888-589-8840 is the number, uh, and I'll start taking your calls. Let's see. There was one other thing I wanted to mention. Oh, yes. China just fired this supersonic, hypersonic missile that flies through space, at apparently at at, uh, at, kind of at lower space altitudes. But nevertheless, it breaks out of the atmosphere, flies in space, and then hits a target, can hit a target on the other side of the world, flying at as much as fast as 21,000 miles an hour. It's there before you can you can detect it. And apparently our national security uh, and Pentagon officials were surprised because they didn't think that China was that far along in the development of this kind of weapon. Well, why wouldn't they be? They're stealing our technology. Um, they are They are able to control our supply lines in many ways. We are giving them money to uh, basically commit acts of biological warfare against us. Now, here again, I don't know whether that was the intent, but as far as I'm concerned, it was certainly the result because they unleashed COVID on the entire world. And we Americans helped pay for it. Now, that's not a conspiracy theory. I believe that's an established fact. And by the way, let me just say this. You know, this idea that to acknowledge that the communist Chinese are responsible for COVID is somehow racist is another one of the very, very dumb ideas that the left has come up with to demonstrate to us that they hate America and hate Americans and love almost anything that's Marxist or communist. Now, how do you get racism out of that? Wrong is wrong, right is right. This mess was developed, this COVID was developed in the Wuhan laboratory and we gave money to these communist scientists to help develop this deadly thing and they unleashed it on us. Now you can describe it any way you want to, but I'll tell you what you can't truthfully describe that analysis I just gave as racist. It has nothing to do with race. It has everything to do with national security It has everything to do with communist ideology. It has everything to do with their desire to dominate the world. Why do you think they're building weapons like this? What do you think? To share it with the earth? Marx believed that communism would ultimately rule the world. And these people are communists. Folks, I didn't get to it in this segment, but I'll come right back in the next segment to your calls. 888-589-8840. Back in a moment.
3: In His image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality.
5: I loved it. I loved how biblically sound it was, all the scripture to back it up.
6: The testimonies were very powerful. If it's a prodigal child that has just run away or one that's caught up in same-sex attraction, there's hope in Jesus.
3: In His Image is now available on DVD and can be purchased in bulk to pass out to friends and family. Order today by visiting afastore.net.
7: Hello, this is Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who gave us a donation during our recent share that will help us to continue to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and to tell the truth about what's happening in our country so that we can make a difference, so that we can... Be salt and light, as Jesus says in Matthew chapter five. We just had our greatest share-a-thon ever in terms of our numbers. God bless you, thank you, and keep praying for us. I did
6: discuss my options for abortion
3: after a series of health issues. This mom felt abortion was the only answer.
6: Was
5: still borderline thinking abortion until the little part at the bottom of the ultrasound
6: started moving, and we realized there were two, and I knew
3: then. The Ministry of Preborn is there for moms in crisis, offering free ultrasounds and the gospel in action. At just 11 weeks old, these twins cried out for life through ultrasound. Just
6: seeing that, I said, I can't. I can't. The ultrasound will seal the
3: deal. Preborn clinics are the largest providers of free ultrasounds in the USA introducing moms to their pre-born babies and helping them choose life. To find out more, go to preborn.com. That's preborn.com. Or dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 and say baby. Your love
2: can save a life.
6: When God created the first man, he gave four responsibilities to that man.
2: Dr. Robert Lewis on Focus on the Family Minute sharing a vision of biblical manhood.
6: They were to obey God's word to love God's woman, to excel at God's work, and to better God's world. I call it quadraphonic manhood, Mm -hmm. that every man needs to measure his life by, not focus on just one like men do, manhood is work or what do I achieve, that's one-dimensional manhood, but all four. And if you end up at the back end of life, and you can say, you know, I've, I've really tried to pattern myself after God's word, I've been faithful to God's woman, I've worked hard to be a good worker. I saw work not as just work. I saw it as sacred, the way to honor God. And through the use of my gifts, I helped better God's world. I think you live out the script of what authentic manhood is.
2: More about biblical manhood from Dr. Lewis at FamilyMinute.org. Back to the
0: Awakening with Bishop E.W. Jackson on American Family Radio.
1: The number is 888 589 8840 Let's get to as many of your calls as we can. There's plenty to talk about. So let's go to Marlon in Texas. Marlon, welcome.
8: Hey, good how you doing, Bishop. It's uh good talking to you again.
1: Good talking to you too, Marlon. Thanks for calling.
8: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I will make it quick. Um I just wanted to uh you know remind the listeners. Uh, T-G-N-M, Tango Golf, November Mike. Trust God, <laughs> not man. And with your permission, I wanted to touch on a, a Bible verse, uh, Bishop.
5: Go right ahead.
8: To, right, uh, it, it reads, okay, Genesis 9. And what I'm going with it is, you know, man has twisted a lot of things around it. And one of them is the rainbow. These homosexuals have mm. turned the rainbow into their symbol. And that's not the purpose of the rainbow. The purpose of the rainbow was a promise that God made to his children. And I'm going to touch on this real quick. Genesis 9, verse 12 to 17, and I'm not going to read all of it. The listeners okay. can go ahead and look it up yourselves. But verse 17 is what I want to touch on. Then God said to Noah, yes, this rainbow is the sign of the covenant. I am confirming with all the creatures of the earth. Okay. Genesis nine verse twelve through seventeen. Listeners can look Amen. it up themselves. The whole thing, but that's the reason of the rainbow. And, and and the point I'm making is, this is what happens when man twists things. Okay, mm-hmm. if, you know, we need to stop looking at the internet and taking the internet everything as 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 bond.
1: Amen. Okay, Marlon, Marlon, thank wanna... you so much for the call. Yeah. You look, you 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 got it said, and you are absolutely right. You know, I've said it this way don't trust the polls, trust the scrolls. I <laughs> mean the scrolls of the word of God, and don't trust the pundits, trust the prophets, those who are proclaiming the word of God. And that's what you just did, Marlon. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Virginia in Virginia. Virginia, welcome.
5: Hello, Bishop Jackson. I listened to your program and I am blessed so much. Thank you. I stand for the same truth that you do, and some scriptures, as you were speaking this morning, came to my mind. Abhor that which is evil, and cleave to that which is good. Now, I love the sinner, but I hate the sin. Mm -hmm. And I remember Mr. Vernon McGee, who is with the Lord now, he said, uh, If you can take two women over here, or two men over here, and multiply and replenish the earth, then I'll agree with it. But it is, it's sin, and I, I have opportunities to witness to people often about these things and give them tracks on the love of God and how they can be delivered. And I'm going to keep standing for him. My mother was a godly little lady and lived to be 99, and she she would tell her children, I pray you don't have any peace or rest till you rest with Christ. When you get right with him, you'll do the right thing. So I thank God for her every day and that she taught me of salvation, and I trusted him as my Savior when I was eight years old. So I'm praying for you. you
1: Thank you, Virginia. Thank you so much for the call. Uh, Wow. Um, Yeah. And look, to all the young people listening to me right now, because I know when I travel, a lot of young people are in the audience. They come up to me. They say hello to all you young people who are listening right now. You know, we are standing up for the truth in your behalf. We really are, because we don't want you to live in a world in which you've got to pretend that the truth is a lie in order to get along and pretend that a lie is the truth in order to advance your career, in order to to maintain a business. We don't want that kind of world for you. We don't want that kind of country for you. We want you to live in a country where the truth is always honored and respected. And people can have their own perspective on anything, but they don't expect everybody else to bow down to it either. So thank you so much for the call, Virginia. Let's go to Timothy in Oklahoma. Timothy, welcome.
9: Good morning, uh, Brother Bishop Jackson. Good morning. Afternoon. My statement is regarding Romans chapter 1, verse 21. You were saying the indoctrination of our children and our young people to be taught that homosexuality and perversion is normative, right? The uh, heterosexual Mm -hmm. normative, okay? It says in uh, Romans chapter uh, chapter 1, verse 21, "...because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God. Neither were they thankful, but they became vain in their imaginations. Their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools." The, the brief thing I want to say is that just, you know Alice in Wonderland, Bishop? Do you know that movie? Oh, sure. Okay. In that movie, Johnny Depp is portrayed as an insane character called the Mad Hatter. He's dressed up in beautiful, bright colors. And he uh, Alice, in before this happens, she is invited to this rabbit hole. She follows this interesting little rabbit. She follows this interesting little rabbit to a place that she can't come back from. That's kind of what these people are mm. doing. That's where the rainbow comes from. That's where the beautification comes from. They're trying to allure our children and our Mm. teens. And a lot of stuff even happened to me. You know, uh, pornography is rampant to the nation. But Mm -hmm. don't follow that. Don't follow the rabbit hole. It's not worth it. When you you follow that down that road, you end up with yourself. And when you end up with yourself, you end up with nothing. But if you trust and Um. obey God... It says that he put his trust in Timothy, God. Timothy, the I, I got
1: test. it. I got it. You, you got it said, Timothy. Thank you so much for the call. Look, I couldn't agree with you more. We just got folks waiting, and I got to get to some other calls. 888-589-8840, but that's an apt analogy. That, that's what they're trying to do, trying to pull you down the rabbit hole. And by the way, they're already down there, and we as Christians are not going with them. What we're going to do is try to pull people out. Uh, 888-589-8840. Got got a couple lines open. I can still get uh, a couple more calls in, but let's get to Steve, also in Oklahoma. Steve, welcome.
9: Hello, Bishop. Um, Short and sweet. You know, I agree with you completely. I love listening to you. You do a great job. But one of the things where I think you're missing just a little bit is we've got to start calling evil, evil. You know, it's Mm. one of those, what would Jesus do? What's going on in the schools, what's going on in our country, it's evil, and it's Satan trying to run our lives. He's trying to get in there and turn us around to his ways. We've got to start calling it what it is and saying, this is evil. Get away from it. Satan is trying to take over our lives. I'm done. Thank you very much for who Thank you,
1: Steve. Thank you. Well, listen, if you listen to my program enough, you'll certainly hear me say that this is demonic, that this is satanic, that this is evil. I may not use those exact words all the time, but you are right. That is what it is. So we don't have any disagreement whatsoever. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual hosts of wickedness in high places. So we are in a spiritual battle against evil. There's no question about it. 888-589-8840 is the number. Let's keep going to get your calls in. Let's go to Wiley in Mississippi. Wiley, welcome.
7: Thank you. Uh, yes, sir. I just wanted to comment on these uh vaccine mandates that Biden put out there, um, basically what they're doing is they're just using this as a way to purge the military and the hospitals and basically every branch of society of Christians and patriots, and that's just the way they further got of, um, you you know, eliminating them out of the system, which they're loading our military up with foreigners you know people that's not natural born from here anyway so i think we done been took over you can see if the joint chief of staff was going to defy the president uh when trump was in there you pretty much done lost your country looks to me like but i would encourage you and everybody listening to listen to bradley dean sons of liberty and alex jones as often as you can i think you could learn a little bit of stuff i don't agree with everything everybody says but Alex is really putting the the stuff out there. They just come up with this global carbon tax. I don't know if you knew that on Thursday, but, um, you know, and they're going to start applying that to us.
1: Okay, Wiley. Well, listen, thank you for the call. Thank you for the recommendations. Uh, Let's go to the number is 888-589-8840. I don't know whether I can get too many more. Maybe I can get get one more in, but let's go to James in Arkansas. James, welcome.
7: Yes, sir. Uh, I just wanted to put a word out that, you know, I took that second Moderna shot back in March. Three days later, I went deaf in my left ear. What? a An tumor appeared on my jaw, and now I've, I've got to go for an echocardiogram this week and then stress tests and stuff about my heart.
1: Oh, my goodness, James. Well, first of all, we're going to pray for you, but you're not the first person to call up and tell us about side effects you've had after having had the vaccine. And, and here again, James, I, thank you for being for calling and being honest about what you're going through. And you didn't have any history of these kinds of diseases before.
7: No, sir. Not the no. Uh, uh, the tumor just I, kind of appeared. Know, uh, well, I felt a, a lump start <sighs> on my, you see, I was, I'm, I've been dizzy and everything for six months now. And, uh, my world's kind of been kind of mm, screwed mm, up, mm. if I may say that word. But uh, I'm sick now and all the time now, and it, 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 I don't know what else to say. Well,
1: James, first of all, man, everybody, please pray for James, and pray for all the folks around the country who are experiencing this stuff, because, James, thank you for the call, too, who are experiencing this stuff. And they're going to get short shrift because— the powers that be don't want people to hear their stories. They don't want people to hear this. I mean, and and you know, folks, I tell you, James' report just makes me godly angry. It really does. It really does, because forcing this on people, as I said earlier, now for James, I don't care what you you can quote quote James the the statistics about how few people are affected. How does that help him? He's been affected. So forcing people to do this stuff is just monstrous to me. And yes, as as my earlier caller suggested, it is evil. It really is evil. It's tyrannical. It's not who we are as a nation. It's not what we should be doing as a matter of public policy. And and it's got to be stopped. And apparently there are protests all over the country by people saying, we will not be ordered, commanded, forced to take something into our bodies that we don't want. Well, folks, that's going to do it for today. God bless each and every one of you. I love you. Pray for me. Pray for our country. Pray for this network that we can continue to get the truth out. And remember, we cannot be defeated if we will not quit because we are on God's side.